When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to the CHO Bulls postgame show. Coming to you live from our studios here in downtown Chicago. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guy, Big Dave. Bow. Bow. B-A-W-L Sports. Our pal producer, Joey Spathis. Rocking the controls. Yeah. Our guy, Willie Gogali, will join us from the United Center later on in tonight's postgame show with his insight and notes from the game. Bulls win 133-124. Over the defending champion, Denver Nuggets. Um, let me just get this out of the way. Why is preseason overtime a thing? Yo, you should have had some Why hats are ready. two preseason overtimes a thing? Should have had hats ready for you, man. Why aren't we a half hour into postgame already, Dave? Yeah. I'm excited to talk about what we saw tonight. Sure. I liked a lot of what we saw tonight, especially in that first half. Mm-hmm. Why do we need meaningless injury risk? Of, as I said to you, make-a-wish Bulls players for 10 more minutes. We didn't. Of a meaningless game. We didn't need it. Change these rules, NBA. Change them now. Like I agree with what Casey Johnson was saying on Twitter. Just make it a running clock. Just keep running the clock. There's no need to stop anything. It's preseason. Just keep going. And think about the people, you know, who don't live here. Like our guys, French Bulls TV, letting us know that it is 4 o'clock in the morning where he is watching a preseason basketball game. Think about the people who aren't here. Truly. Think about these people. And shout out and respect to everybody hanging out with us for postgame tonight. Yes. It is nearly 10 p.m. Chicago time. Yeah. On a weeknight. Yeah. And it's a preseason game. And y'all are here hanging out for postgame. Yeah. And we greatly appreciate that. That is very nice. They angered Uh, angered Joey. Druish in the comments said, call it a tie and be done with it. That's it. Yeah. I would have been happy. Because it turns out preseason records, they don't matter. You don't want the tie, Joey? I hate the Nuggets now. Oh, you hate the Nuggets now? (laughs) Like, Joey now. One thing if you're going to foul and call timeouts in a double overtime preseason game, this team just won the championship. Yeah. Like, they don't. They have like big game experience. They, they're, I'm back. I would, that blew my mind. I mean, you saw them as they were going from OT1 to OT2, that replay going to commercial of Jokic running onto the court with the other actual Nuggets rolling his eyes. Like, are we really doing this right now? I wish you would have saw Vooch because Vooch did the same thing when he found out they were going in a double overtime. And he was like, why are we here? We don't want to be here. But, Bulls won. Bulls All right. Won. Bulls got a victory We're on the board. First unofficial win of the 23-24 Bulls. It's season. honestly all I want. All I want is one victory in the preseason, and I don't care what I else mean, happens. I mean, I don't care what the after an extra 10 minutes and two overtime score was. You know the score I was happy about? What's that, Matt? 56-56 at halftime. <laughs> That's the score I was happy about. Because the real players were playing, Matt? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Alexander. Speaking of people staying up late, saying it's 4 a.m. in Pol- shout Portugal Shout out, right Portugal. Now. Shout out to you. Um, 
Connor, nothing gets me going like double OT preseason basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out uh, TJ folks up there. Shout out to with TJ, our there. guy. Spooky Kitty is back. Spooky Kitty. Dude. Bulls basketball is back. Oh, we're back uh, in his. Asking, was Say it the real Nuggets or just the Scrubs? Okay, so just to give you a quick glimpse in when, how many minutes the real people played. No offense to the people who played in the back half and overtimes of tonight's game. Mm-hmm. Aaron Gordon, 18 minutes. Justin Holiday, 19. Jokic and Murray also both 18. And KCP, 16 mm-hmm. minutes played. Those were your Nuggets starting five. Yes, they were. Bulls starting five. P. Will, 19. DeMar, 24. Vooch and Kobe, 22. Zach, 23. So the Bulls starting five played a little bit more. Basically, like, one more half of a rotation right. than the Nuggets starting five. Right. Played into the third quarter. Yes. I'm okay with that. I like the fact that against the real Nuggets, at least for most of the first half, basically all of the first half, those are first half minutes from the Nuggets starters, the Bulls played them evenly. Yeah. They, they had some good offensive possessions. They had some lackluster offensive possessions. They had some good defense and some bad defense, but mm-hmm. you played the defending champs to a tie at halftime. If if your realistic expectations coming into the season as a Bulls fan are where they were, I I think you got to call that a win, right? Yeah, man, and and honestly, it it wasn't even 50-50. Like there, of course there was good and there was bad, but there was way more good than there was bad uh with the Bulls and what they did in that first half, man. First of all, Zach Levine was absolutely awesome. Uh, in this game, from the onset, you know, from when it started, he was he was out there to play. The yeah. moves he was making, like I love when Zach makes three moves <laughs> when when he's on his way to the bucket. He makes three moves and then goes up and scores. It was very pretty and very very sexy. He looked smooth. He looked. There, very there was smooth. I think one time when you and I both looked at each other and we were like Zach, too many dribbles. But it was one possession. Yeah, that was it. But other than that, Zach was like, oh no, when he was dribbling, it's because he was dribbling through and past mm-hmm. the Nuggets' defense mm-hmm. and making it look silky smooth. I don't care that Zach went one of five from downtown tonight. Don't give a damn. Don't give a damn. Don't give a damn. We spent a lot of yesterday's show talking about how we want Zach to get more threes up. So shooting five threes in 23 minutes, great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. None of them looked like bad threes to None. me. They, they were the right shots. I'm, and I'm not worried about Zach not hitting them. Yeah, and they were wide open shots. Like, it was the right shots for him, man. What, 17 points? Four rebounds, three assists, and as Matt pointed out to me, three steals. Zach and DeMar combined for seven steals tonight, you guys. Wild, wild business. There's a stat you didn't see coming. Wild business right there, man. 53% from the field. Like, that's the stuff you want to see from Zach. Yes, he had three turnovers. We understand that. But 53% from the field and with the three steals that he had is awesome shit. And the way he looked. It wasn't just the 17. It was the way he looked. He looked like the star. Even when he missed the layup, got it back, and went and scored again. Mm-hmm. And then on the next play, like I told you, I love seeing him and DeMar when they make a defensive play and they're just running down the floor together. Yeah. DeMar just set him up and said, no, nah, you're supposed to get this dunk because of that missed layup. Right. Let me go ahead and give you that. Thank you very much, DeMar DeRozan. I'm going to throw this down. Oh, it was great. I, I completely enjoyed watching Zach Levine play basketball tonight. And that's what was awesome is I enjoyed watching the Bulls. I, I really did, and I said that to me. I was like, dude, this team looks fun. Like, they were, it was competent basketball happening on the floor, and I didn't know how to act. I was just, like, dumbfounded by a lot of this, man. I was like, wow, that's the right play. Wow, that's the right move. Wow, that's exactly how it should go right there. This is how I should feel. And, again, 
We get it. It's preseason. I understand. But even in the last preseason, I, it didn't warrant this kind of energy for me right here. But just seeing that the competency and them consistently talk about what they wanted to work on, mm-hmm. what they wanted to do, what they wanted to change. Talk and is cheap. There were a handful of times is what it's about. in this game when it was either a Kobe drive and kick out for a three that was beautiful yeah. or Bulls players around the corners making an extra pass for a three. There, there was a knockdown Carter three in the first half that I recall specifically where you're like, oh my gosh, driving into the paint to create threes yeah. and keeping the ball moving to create good looks at threes. Right. This is what we're asking for. We saw examples of both of those yeah. in the first half. We did. Which is nice. Uh, shout out to Schwo, who threw Schwo! us a super, super chat. What up, boy? Uh, saying, welcome back, fellas. Ready for another year. And if the Nuggets are NBA champs and the Bulls beat the Nuggets, does that mean... Dot, dot, dot. Finish your statement, Schwo. Finish well, your breakfast. Uh, Finish your breakfast. Another, another good pal of ours, McBaconator, in the comments, hey. said Bulls going to win it all this year. This game said so. Who Go says ahead. no? Go ahead. Talk that. Uh, say it. Yeah. Okay. Big Dave is not going to tell any of you saying things like that to not say things like that. Why tonight. not? Why not? I'm, I'm going to tell people to not say the Bulls are trash or the Bulls suck. Say what you feel right there. Fine. Keep going overboard with it. I don't mind any of it. It's preseason. Yeah. And I know what you guys, you guys aren't taking that seriously. I understand what you're feeling and saying right there. But the Bulls look good. And that's what I'm happy about. They actually did look good, Matt. And not in the sense of, oh, man, it just got hot. Oh, we just got hot and maybe no. not a carryover into the season. No, they were actually I mean, running plays. They were actually running offense out here, and it looked competent, and it looked solid, yeah. and, it looked, and it looked sustainable. It like, was it was, it was a pedestrian yes. night, and obviously these full-game stats take into account the second half and those overtimes, parentheses, yuck. But the Bulls shot 45.5% from the field tonight, just shy of 37% from three. Like you said, like n- none of this was about the Bulls shooting the lights out. Yeah, It, it wasn't at any point. I just liked, in that first half specifically, some of the shots they were generating. I did also see some stagnant moments sure. when the Bulls have court sure. offense. Like, sure. as Billy Donovan just talked about, if the first setup doesn't work. Vooch talked about this, too, in his chat with our guy, Will to Go Gottlieb. Flex. When that first action doesn't work, right. then what happens? Yeah. And I did see some examples tonight of the Bulls offense just sort of being like, okay, well, this, this first action uh, in this half-court set went nowhere. So now what do we do? Mm-hmm. And then it was either, you know, a couple of examples of Vooch taking a bad shot or a tough shot or, okay, get the ball to DeMar. Right, right. Which those worked. De- DeMar had, I think, 19 tonight. Yeah. Not super efficient, 5 of 11 uh, from the field, which for DeMar is, like, bad. Yes. But what did DeMar do? Got to the free throw line. Got to the free throw eight line. Eight for eight. Whenever that Bulls offense is struggling – you can just go tell DeMar to draw himself a foul. Go ahead. That, like, you saw that Bulls backup plan on offense working in spades tonight. You saw it, man. And, and I love when he gets the ball. He immediately turns his back and backs himself down into the paint. It's like, this is the play that we're about to run. But also, what you saw from DeMar DeRozan tonight, again, was the three-point shooting. Four attempts from three. It doesn't. He went one of four. Yes, that's exactly what I expect. Is him to go one of four. Anything over that is just gravy. If he hits two of those, three of those, that's just awesome. But it's the fact he has to take those shots, Matt. It was one possession where he took that three, and the Bulls ended up getting the offensive rebound. But that's what I talk about, keeping the rhythm 
in the game because mm -hmm. the flow has to happen that way. It doesn't matter if you hit it or not. You got to put it up and give your teammates an opportunity to clean it up for you. And that's where him shooting those threes is so important. If it's open, yeah. you got to keep the flow. Don't mess up the flow and the rhythm on the floor, bro. Right. Shoot them shots, bro. Uh, Jeff in the comments saying, you can tell their focus has changed. It did stagnate, but they're moving quickly. They're moving without the ball, uh, or they're moving the ball and getting up threes. Caruso had six three-point attempts tonight. That's right. He knocked down four of them. Uh, the Bulls, as a team, launched 38 threes tonight, which, you know, great. Better than their average last season. Although, again, there were two overtimes thrown in there, and there were some Dale and Terry threes getting oh, choked up in overtime. Playing with the trolley. We, we, let's, put, <laughs> let's put a pin in that and come back to it because I have some thoughts about Dale and Terry after that one. Yes, sir. Uh, but, yes, good good shots that I thought the Bulls offense created. And uh, who was this talking about Kobe a second ago? Uh, in the comments, because I do want to talk yeah, about I saw that, that, too. I saw that, too. Uh, French Bull TV, our guy. Yes. What up, Clemson? Say it. I really liked Kobe's minutes with the bench players, Drummond and the four Cs, Caruso, Craig, Carter, and Kobe, was a good lineup. So we saw that tonight. We also, as Billy Donovan alluded to in his pregame media availability, our guy Will the Goat tweeted it out, the, we also did see Zach being back staggered with that second unit, yeah. and I liked more of that than what we saw against Milwaukee on Sunday. Oh, God, yes. yes. Uh, but but what, what so did you Zach. make of Kobe's game tonight, Dave, after the impressive 14-6-6 on Sunday? He's your starting point guard, bro. That's your starting point You're ready point to guard. call it. That's it. Call it. We're done. I don't need to see nothing else. We're done. He's it. That's it. That's your starting point guard. Put him out there and let's roll. Yeah, see, I liked him. You're right. He looked solid with the bench because they were playing in unison with those four guards, and everything looks better when guys like Caruso are hitting threes. Everything looks better like that. And and let's not leave out um, Javon Carter and what I he mean, was doing I was out say, there. Let's not leave him out. Just to, just to play devil's advocate, yeah. Javon Carter, eight points, four dimes, knocked down a couple of smooth threes. Two or three. And threes that he created on his own. And, I mean, yes. And I, and I immediately, when Jake was here, shout out to Jake who hung out with us for the first half, but immediately said to him, man, like, it's great to have a, that kind of guy on the team. You know, it's coming off your bench. We don't have that. We don't have a lot of guys who can create that and just say, I'm going to create my own three right here and pull it for you and hit it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I got a guy who can actually do that. So that was great to, to have and great to see. So you're right. It looked great when Kobe and all of them were out there with the bench, but that's just started, bro. That's, that's, I'm done. Like, I don't need to see it no more. Kobe White is your starting point guard for the Chicago Bulls, in my opinion, man. He looks so fluid and so comfortable out there with that team, man, and with that squad. He knows where everybody needs to be, and he knows how to get out the way now, too, and everybody, when, when they need the ball. That pass, Matt, that yeah. he threw with his left hand, when he threw that joint inside for the easy lay-in, I believe it was Zach, mm -hmm. for that easy, oh, my God. It, it was just very pretty because you saw the pass should have came earlier in the, in the first rotation, right, yeah. and it didn't. But when it got to Kobe, he immediately fed, I'm sorry, it was Vooch. He immediately fed Vooch because Vooch should have had it in the post, but DeMar didn't give it to him in the post. He swung it. So when it got over to Kobe, I got you, big fella. Here it go with the left hand. There it is. Lay it in. Like, like that, and again, what did I scream at when he did it? I screamed, point guardsmanship. I immediately screamed that. But it, it feels good to see Kobe have this kind of growth, man. And he's your starting point guard. It's, it's, it's that simple to me. The, the one drive 
and then kick out he had from the baseline where you're like it's one of those plays where you see the player running out of real estate. Yeah. You're like, well, you're going to fly out of bounds. Who you? And Kobe, out of nowhere, he's like, oh, boom, there's my teammate in the corner <laughs> for an open catch and shoot three. And Crazy. you're like, those are the kind of vision passes we didn't used to see from Kobe. Facts. And I think it was after that play. Was it after that play where I just looked at you and I was like, dude, I love Kobe White. <laughs> that was a great moment for Which, me. Yeah, and I've, as I said to you, I've, I've never not loved Kobe White. I've just always wanted to yeah. see more. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now after signing him on a new three-year contract Correct. to stay with the Bulls. Right. Continue to show me things on the heels of what you showed us last season. Yeah. Because Kobe showed us legitimate, noticeable, measured improvements yes. on both ends of the floor last season. Yeah. I want to see more of it. Yeah. But you sitting here saying tonight, after that performance, Kobe White's your starting point guard? We're done. I can't argue. We're I done. can't argue with that. I don't, know, I don't know what else needs to be seen or what else needs to be done. I like that Billy started that third quarter with Io. Mm -hmm. You know, just give an opportunity. And Io played well tonight, too. Shout out to Io. He played well crashed tonight, man. Definitely crashed the boards. Like, I mean, and consistently, yeah. on like three straight possessions, mm -hmm. he kept crashing them and crashing them and crashing them. And it was great to see, man. But, oh, my God, dog. I really enjoyed him tonight. And I'm happy for him to put to show, like, no, dude, I still belong in this, in this lineup. And he hit a three yeah. out there for them as well. So he's like, no, I still belong out here. And he had an incredible pass as well, man. I really enjoy him. But that is your starting point guard in Alec Jacoby White. He's your one. That's it. Let's uh, take our first break. We'll come back, continue talking about tonight's Bulls win over the Nuggets in two preseason overtimes. And we'll get to more of your thoughts as well. Speaking of Io and the work he put in tonight, I do want to talk about what the Bulls did as a team on the glass tonight because mm -hmm. that was new oh. and interesting hi Andre Drummond uh, and then we'll also of course get to some thoughts on some of the uh, end of rotation guys we also got a good chunk of minutes uh, to look at tonight mm. while we're sharing these words for our friends and sponsors you know what to do hit that thumbs up button and make sure you're subscribing to the CHGO Sports YouTube channel if you haven't done it yet and of course all chats are welcome super chats yes especially well all of that all of it Dave who do we got Ray I love Ray Ray Oh, Ray Chrysler would never died. make us watch two preseason. No, nope, Ray would never times. do that to you. Would never. Ray got nothing but love for you in his heart. <laughs> All he's trying to do is give you the best deals that he can possibly give you. But it's Ray Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. Are you in the market for the new vehicle, y'all? Are you looking around for one? Because if you are, then I got some great news for you. Ray Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, and Fox Lake have joined CHGO. They hanging with us now, y'all. That's who they rolling with. And guess what? You'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and find unforgettable savings. You heard what I said? Unforgettable. That means when you're hanging out at the barbecue, you're going to keep telling your people, man, you know what I paid for this joint right here? This is incredible right here. Go ahead and flip that one more time. You know what I just did? And I got it from my main man, Ray. <laughs> that's what he did. Because that's what Ray is going to do. He's going to hook you up with the proper deal, man. Oh, and right now, during Ram Power Days, power at Ray CDJR only in Fox Lake, you'll be able to secure 0% financing and 17% off of new Ram models. But that's not all. Now through October 31st, explore their newly renovated showroom and take advantage of the limited time seven-year anniversary savings, y'all. Seven years. That's number completion. 
anniversary savings. Save some money. Ray always looking out for y'all, man. I swear he is. So if you're in the market for that new vehicle, then you have to check out the team at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram because they are the only team that we rock with and the only team that we will recommend. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. And for more information, visit Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Fox Lake or RayCDJR.com today. Serving the community since 1963. It's our main man, Ray. Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Boom. Uh, in between these ad shout outs, a couple other notes around the sports world. Uh, Chiefs did close out the Broncos. 19 to 8 was the final. Hey, another field goal. Your boy Harrison Bucker kicked another 50 plus yarder oh! uh, to uh, pad their lead a little bit. Thank you. And. Chiefs covered. Good news for me. Shout out. That was an ugly one. And the oh. Phillies. And the Phillies. Ugly. I was getting there, Joe. The <laughs> Phillies beat the Braves 3-1 to one to close out that NLDS series, knocking out the 104-win Braves. Mm, tell them what it means, Matt. What it means is, in the NLCS, we've got the D-backs and the Phillies. Oh. PHNX versus our newest sister network, PHLY. Hey. The PH versus the PH. All city. In a battle of all city baseball dominance. That's exciting. Yes. Congrats to both of them. Mm. I can't wait because either way it goes, it wins. One of the all city teams is going to the series. Yeah, W's for Love us, it. man. Either Love way it. it goes. Either way it goes. Uh, today's show is also brought to you by our friends at Sunnyside Cannabis Dispensary, Sunnyside. your home for judgment free cannabis shopping this football season. Mm. A place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of their high quality products. Mm -hmm. They've got everything you need to elevate your football Sundays or your football Thursday nights. Either way. Or your NBA any day of the weeks, which are on the way. Yes, they are. They offer, of course, their easy online ordering system, and then you can pick it up in store. Best way to shop, whether it's for cannabis or anything else, but Sunnyside offers it. Uh, they, of course, also have their great uh, transparent loyalty program that they call their Sunnyside Rewards. All of their locations have incredible options, whether it be flour, tinctures, vapes, tinctures. edibles, Try the Good News brand gummies. I'm telling you, they're mm. my favorites. The, the orange-flavored brunch ones put you in the best mood, mm -mm. in the right frame of mind to watch your football this Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right now through October 15th, better get cooking. Use Sunnyside.shop's promo code CHGO25 to get 25% off your order at checkout. One use per customer, and you can't stack it with their other deals and promotions, but it's not only for first-time customers. Anyone and everyone can use our promo code CHGO25 when you shop at sunnyside.shop. Pick up everything you need to elevate your football season and your bull season. Mm -hmm. Must be 21 and over or an Illinois med card holder. Rudy deed to do. Classic. Large tuna. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's continue talking about tonight's Bulls win over yes, the Nuggets. Yes, sir. Io Desumu, as you mentioned, Dave, Gave the Bulls some solid minutes coming out in that uh, to start that second half. Yes. He had three offensive rebounds. Amazing. Three offensive rebounds from one of your backup guards tonight. Yeah. And that was just a little piece of a trend mm -hmm. that was the Bulls. Are you ready for this? Talk to me. Grabbing 26 offensive rebounds tonight. Drummond grabbed 25. 26. Drummond had. <laughs> 23 of them. Wait for it. Nine. No. Drummond had nine. Goodness. 
to put it in perspective, yes. six or seven of his nine offensive rebounds was him tipping it again after he missed a tip-in of his missed tip-in. Yes, he did. So there is that element. That happened. But still, tw- I don't think the Bulls had 26 rebound offensive rebounds all of last season, Dave. No, I think you're correct. And I'm not being hyperbolic. I mean, I am a little bit. But this team has stated we got to do more attacking the offensive glass. They did. The, the question on the heels of that observation is, are you going to sacrifice transition defense mm-hmm. if you make offensive rebounding more of a priority this season than you have in the last couple of seasons? Because I've already seen a couple of ugly examples of Bulls transition defense through two preseason games, mm-hmm. and us Bulls fans were hanging our hats on all of a sudden magically having a really solid defense last season. Sure. Transition defense is a part of that. Yeah. No Where question. do you sit on which side of the fence on do you want the Bulls to be a more aggressive offensive rebounding team like the one we saw tonight? Or would you prefer that they put an emphasis on getting back on defense? That's a great question. I think I'm going with offensive rebounding because that's what I probably scream for more. Okay. Uh, watching them last season was getting an offensive rebound and not letting these teams just get a defensive rebound and, and run and do what they want to do because you're trying more worried about getting back on defense. Because even with the fast break points, it was 16 to 10. Like Denver, Denver's way, 16 to 10. I can live with that. I'll be comfortable with that. What I find more dominant is what you just told with the stat with the offensive rebounding. And, of course, like you said, it's because a lot of that because Drummond was 3 of 12 and he was just over there tipping the ball, you know, like that. For me, that's still domination. In a sense of can't nobody get the ball but you and you're playing ball with yourself, just tipping it back and things like that. But I feel like you need the ball to win. <laughs> it's really that simple to me. And we marveled and I gave props to Io because he was out there trying to get the basketball on an offensive rebounding tip. So I give him that kind of love for that. So I think it's offensive rebounding that the Bulls need. Because them giving second opportunities to score a team that was a 24th ranked offense. Giving them more opportunities to score and raise that, Matt, is a damn good thing. More so than them getting back on defense. Mm-hmm. I've seen them be a top five defense. Yeah. It didn't work out great, you know, in the end for us. Why? Because they couldn't score the damn ball. Yeah. So I'd rather go ahead and sacrifice a little bit of that. Fine. If you're going to drop me a little bit, maybe eight, maybe ten, something like that as far as defense is concerned. But my offense gets raised because I'm getting more opportunities to score, getting more opportunities to get Zach the ball, boost the ball, get Kobe out there. Once you get it and find him, let him shoot the three. Giving me more more opportunities to score is a better thing for Mm -hmm. me. So I would like to see more of that. Yes. Um on this topic, our guy Fish said uh, Tory Craig really gets his hands on the ball yes, under the does. basket. Uh, Tory Craig did have an offensive rebound to his credit tonight. I'm a fan, but okay, like Tory Craig's stat line tonight is hilarious, but I love it. Talk to twenty me. minutes, mm-hmm. five points on two of three, sure, three rebounds, two defensive, one offensive, mm-hmm. two dimes, a steal, and three fouls. I love Tory Craig. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that stat line doesn't sound like anything wild and spectacular. It but doesn't. if you sat and watched this game tonight, when he is out there, you see him putting his impact on the game. Yes, you do. Hustle plays, smart heads up plays, knocking down a shot, making the right reads, making the right passes, and crashing the glass. Mm-hmm. All of the things he can provide with a player of his basketball IQ and his size and his length yes. and his set of skills. Yes. 
the Bulls desperately needed a guy like Torrey Craig. And I am like every time I saw him make a play tonight, I was like, God, I'm glad they signed him. You know, and I and I said this to you and Jake watching the game. I was like, this dude is a taller Alonzo ball. That's what he is. And what I mean by that is he fills all the gaps yeah. that the all the holes that the Bulls have. That's what Torrey Craig is. You put him in the game and you're like, oh, okay. Now we got some def- defender out there. Oh, okay, somebody who can take the three. Oh, somebody's out there diving for the loose ball. Oh, somebody who can get the pass right there. Like, he's doing all the things that the Bulls probably might not be great at. He fills that hole and clogs it up for them, man. So this is why I didn't want to see him so so many minutes on the floor. But I get it. But that's what he is, y'all. Like, I mean, this is the Lonzo Ball situation, watching Torrey Craig. To a lesser extent, obviously, but he fills tons of holes on this team, man, and tons of gaps on this squad. And that's what made this such a really good signing. And I still can't believe they got him for the price they got him at, man. But it's over now, and he's on our team rocking the Joe Kim Noah number, man. And he's doing say, it proud. Shout out to our guys, Matt and Neil, Z-Red UK, who just said the comments, wearing that 13 with pride and respect. Yeah. As I have said to you. Better earn that 13. He said that. Better friggin' earn it. He did. And he I had a chat it. with our guys, Matt and Neil, from C-Red UK when I was on their pod uh, yes, a few sir. weeks ago. Shout out to them. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. That, uh, like, I, you know me. Like, hang that 13 in the Raptors already. But if you're going to let somebody wear it, it better be somebody who's contributing to the team the way we've seen Torrey Craig do in two preseason games. Two preseason games. In which games. he has given this team more than two seasons of Tony Bradley. Seriously, dog. Seriously, man. Like, I'm just excited to see that kind of competency on the floor. And it just makes me excited going forward. Yeah. Because I'm like, damn, I know what he can bring coming off the bench. Because you don't lose, again, you don't lose anything when you take Patrick Williams out the game. You don't lose much when you get when you get Torrey Craig in. You might gain a little more fire. Mm-hmm. You know? you Okay, he's not as probably 40% from three. We get that. He might not be a, a, a guy that's even a, on the defensive level yeah. of Patrick Williams. But damn, he's right there. And damn, with three-point shooting, we saw him hit that joint. Like, mm, it looks silky smooth to me. Like, he's he's solid, bro. Like, Torrey Craig fills tons and tons of gaps on this team. He's so my guy. We, we've, got, we've got Drewish in the comments joking about the number of goon of the nights oh, Torrey Craig's going to get for himself son, this season. Son! Uh, also, Homer Thompson, shout out, saying, okay, folks, over under on how many goon of the night awards Torrey Craig gets this season. I love that it's catching I'll take, on. I'll take the over. You'll take it. Um, <laughs> but the other question slash, uh, you know, pondering that I'm seeing in the comments here, which I think will add more gasoline to this conversation. Okay. And I always love gasoline on conversations. He does. Is uh, as we are talking about Tory Craig, Anthony saying starting lineup material, dot, dot, dot. ADA visual saying Craig getting that starting spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Williams had a quiet Patrick Williams-esque night tonight, Dave. He did. Only played 19 minutes in that starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh had one bucket and a couple of uh, three three rebounds, mm-hmm. which for Pat, you're like, oh, okay, better than your average. Um, <laughs> and assist. And that's, uh, that's it. I mean, look, dude, I saw Patrick Williams play, make some nice defensive plays tonight. He did. As we are accustomed to seeing. Sure now. Pat played some great defense against the real Nuggets yeah. in the first quarter. Like, yeah. Pat played solid defense against the real Nuggets, yeah. which you like to see. But... On a night when we were like, man, Torrey Craig is great. Man, Torrey Craig offers you so much. Yeah. And you said, Kobe White, 
There it is. Put it in pen, starting point guard, oh, go. Yeah, we're done. The other position around the big three that we've talked about all offseason since the free agent signings throughout training camp into preseason is, mm-hmm. is there a battle between Patrick Williams and Tory Craig? Mm-hmm. For me, no. No? Okay. For me, no. I, I'm comfortable with Tory. I feel more comfortable with Tory Craig coming off the bench. And I'll tell you why. Because he feels like a safety valve. That's why. Because when Patrick is out there, listen, Patrick has shown you in, in two preseason games. I'm only talking about the two preseason games. It's been up and down. Because in that first game, he was super aggressive. We saw him doing his thing. In this one, it more like felt like he was trying to be aggressive. He still was g- pretty solid defensively. He really was. He was, he was getting on people's nerves because we were out there screaming like, damn, that's a damn good defense he's playing out there. Mm-hmm. But, again, it didn't come with the points. And that's why you're like, oh, I don't know. But that's my point is when he sits down and you bring Toy Craig in, it's like I don't bat an eye. Like I feel way more comfortable. And I'll tell you, like, if Toy Craig is out there starting and Patrick Williams comes in, you won't feel as comfortable. You Because you'll be sitting there with a question mark in your brain, like which Patrick Williams am I going to see tonight? Is Patrick going to come out here and do his thing or is Patrick going to be like this? You will never have that thought about Toy Craig. You know what the hell he's going to come out there and do, and you know what he's going to come out there and bring. And that's what makes it comfortable to have that safety valve. I'd rather have Pat out there doing what he does, Mm -hmm. seeing how he feels, and then saying, oh, you ain't got it tonight? Tori, let's roll. Well, uh, our our friend French Bulls TV saying, I wish there was a battle between Tori Craig and Pat just to push Pat and let him know his spot ain't guaranteed, which is when, cool we, with that. when we were doing our prove-it segment yes. a few weeks back, yes. Dave, setting goals for each of these Bulls players individually coming into this season. Mm-hmm. What did you say you wanted Torrey Craig to do? Getting that Challenge ass. Patrick Williams. <laughs> yep. Yep. He's doing it. He's doing it. In two preseason games, it's like, oh, Pat, you think this starting spot is guaranteed yeah. to you? Yeah. Billy, I if Torrey Craig continues to play like this, He's basically telling Billy Donovan, I dare you to start this kid over. And I know in the background, AK and Eversley are probably like, well, we did take him fourth overall a few years ago. We're still really high on this kid. You should probably start him, Billy. I like your AK voice. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. But you're right. Like, yeah, I wanted this. this. I wanted the challenge. I wanted it to be hard and difficult for him. And in that first game, you could tell he felt the heat. You could see it. And he got comfortable. And he was like, all right, I did it, right? We're good. All right, finish. No, no, we're not. <laughs> You're not finished. It's still going to continue because Torrey Craig, even though the numbers, again, like you said, weren't great and, and weren't awesome for Torrey Craig either, it was just the way he was out there playing and the effort that he gave for the team. That's what has to be consistent with Patrick Williams is we're just talking, sitting here talking about the effort. Even when he got the ball and was bringing it up court, it still didn't look aggressive as yeah. it did in that first game. When he got that ball in that first game, we was like on a tear. Like, I'm coming to do it, man. Bro, that's all we're looking for is the consistency of it. I don't care if you go 0 for 50. It's about the consistency of how you uh, approach the game mentally. Because Torrey Craig, you see how he approaches it mentally every time he's out there. Uh, of course, our guy Marquet is chiming in about Pat in the comments. Okay, what he said? Uh, well, he's he said a lot of things. Hold on, We're, let me. Uh, he said Javante Green outplayed Pat last preseason, and they still gave the job to him. Yeah, uh, I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to. Uh, Josh saying that he appreciates uh, Mark's poor attempt at sarcasm. <laughs> Ultimately, it's a failure of the organization taking a top four pick that they knew was a project and not giving him room 
to blossom. Mm. Uh, we're talking in circles. Well, that's what Bulls fans do, right? Yeah, this true. is why we're here. It's true. It's why we're here. We get paid to talk in circles. It's right. It's wild. <laughs> um, Not bad. Speaking, Not bad. speaking of the Bulls drafting projects, I do want to talk a little bit about Dalen tonight. Ah. We will get to that after the break. Shout out quickly to our guy, AK, who threw us a uh, super chat for $9.99. Appreciate you, AK, saying, I think Billy will mix a match when it comes to Tory Craig and Pat this season. Uh, in intense clutch situations, Craig, an experienced vet, will be ahead of Paw. Paw can learn from Craig. Good wow. option to have. That's a, that's a very pleasant, optimistic, and perhaps level-headed take yeah. on what might happen there. As most people should Between have. those two players. Uh, while we're sharing more words from our friends and sponsors, do us a favor. Hit that thumbs up. Mm -hmm. Some of you didn't do it in our first ad break because I see we got, shout out, over 200 of y'all yeah. sitting here late on a weeknight watching Bulls preseason postgame that was delayed by two overtimes. Much love and appreciation to each and every one of you. Dose. But we've only got 30-some likes. 204 on, and 37 man. likes. Come on, Joey. man. Get let's, on them, Joey. Let's get, those, let's get those thumb numbers and viewing numbers closer together. Joey, get your Joey's on this, people, man. Tell Come your on. Joey's, Tell your Joey's Go, to get on it. To hit the thumbs up What they up doing, button. son? Let's get the likes up. Come on. <laughs> What are we doing here? Joey's ready to no, go. I home. mean, Joey's done. <laughs> Joey no, is so ready to go. I didn't feel home. that at all. Joey's like, I'm finished, all right? Joey's like, man, it is October 12th. <laughs> this is a preseason game. I'm doing four things over what here. What are we doing here? Can I just get out of here, please? Go hit the like button. Let's what we're go. doing here is providing content for our fellow diehard Bulls fans. Because we love y'all. Y'all like see, see NBC doing post game tonight? Oh, damn. Y'all see that? Damn, man. Wow. Or, is it, or is it just us? <laughs> damn, man. <laughs> oh, that's Peck. Petty Peck. Ah, I just heard a jingle, so while we read these ads, we'll bring in Will the Goat colleague on the Goat Top Hotline. Yeah. Uh, today's show brought to you by our friends at Circa Sportsbook. We love Circa Sportsbook. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Not only do they have their incredible resort and casino out in Vegas where we stay for Summer League, incredible staff there, the best, coolest sportsbook I've ever seen, the biggest sportsbook mm. in the universe. Yeah. Uh, they also have an amazing casino up in Waukegan for you Illinois folk. And for you who aren't close by, they have the Circa Sportsbook Illinois app. Yeah. If you live in Illinois, you can download that app yes, and gamble can. with Circa Sportsbook. Oh, uh, yes, you can. They always strive to have as many minus 110 lines on game spreads as many times as possible compared to a lot of other sportsbooks and sportsbook apps which use 115. Or 120, because they're just trying to shave some more of your money into their pockets. Circus Sportsbook, almost always and definitely more frequently, you're going to see those lines at minus 110. Yes. They keep as little money as possible on large market bets like NBA Futures. If you're feeling good about this bull season and say, give me the over. 37 and a half wins, is that where it was last time I checked? It was. That's a joke. That's disrespectful. It is. Give me the over. Take it. Circa Sportsbook is going to give you the best odds on those NBA futures bets. They also don't limit players based on their recent winnings. Every player has the same limits, unlike other sportsbooks, who do limit winning players. They even encourage their bettors to download and explore mm -hmm. all of the other sportsbook apps that are available to you now, which yes. are bountiful, and compare the lines. Yes. Circa is confident that their lines will be the best value lines that you can find out mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Also, when it comes to customer service, you can't beat Circa. There are real people behind the Circa Sports brand who resolve issues in a timely fashion, unlike those other sports books who use the dreaded chatbots. Which one of these picture squares doesn't have a fire hydrant in it? How about you just tell me what I need to know? 
preferably in the voice of a human. I want to gamble. Just just help me gamble. <laughs> All aspects of the Circa app are being run by the same team that runs their impeccable Circa Sportsbook at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. Download the Circa Sports Illinois app at circasports.com slash Illinois dash app. One more time, that's circusports.com slash Illinois dash app. <laughs> to sign up today, also be on the lookout for circus events, watch parties, and tailgates. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. Text GAMB to 833-234 or visit areyoureallywinning.com. Yeah, yeah. Beer. Love it. Goes with gambling. Need it. Goes with anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's awesome. Mm-hmm. We've all had them. Joey was over there having a beer himself. Why? Because he went to double overtime. One more time, Joey, because you drank one. Oh, it's the Goose Island Beer Company, y'all, supported by CHGO. And we love them. It's been Chicago's beer since the Jordan year. That's 88. Leaping from the free throw. Shout out Pusha T. And, of course, they got the awesome roster, ladies and gentlemen. The Beer Hub family. The 312 Weedell. The Full Pocket Pilsner, the Martin Big Day favorite. We ain't had one in a minute, and mm. I don't like it. We need a restock. We need a restock. But since the weather is changing and Joey's favorite daylight savings time is on the way, guess what, y'all? Oktoberfest is here! I'll get you an Oktoberfest beer from the Goose Island Beer Company because I guarantee you it is delicious. So you can grab their ultra fresh exclusive beer at the Goose Island Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from the Tap Room on Fulton Street in West Town. It's the Goose Island Beer Company, y'all. Chicago's beer, the true taste of Chicago. True taste of Chicago. Yes. Uh, shout out to AK who threw us another super chat saying he enjoyed our conversation about meat eating versus not meat eating. Oh, thank yesterday. you. Thank you. Appreciate yes, that. That's right. In case you didn't catch it, I do not care for cauliflower parading around as meat because yeah. that's impossible. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, we are now pleased that's to be what joined. I'm on the Goat Talk Hotline, it's our guy Will the Goat Gottlieb joining us. Follow him on Twitter for all of his Bulls reporting and updates at Will underscore Gottlieb. We even got a preseason victory cat video, Dave. Did we you notice did. that? We did get the one of cat, those. The dancing cat the is cat back. The cat is back. As is our guy Will the Goat Gottlieb joining us from the United Center following the Bulls win over the Nuggets. Yeah. Um, plenty to get to, but because we kind of teased it coming into our ad break, Will, I'm going to throw you a curveball. You were sitting there watching the fourth quarter and overtime. We've got a lot of Bulls fans like doom saying various things about Dale and Terry after we got an extensive look at him. Yes. In the twilight moments of tonight's game. What did you make of the Bulls uh, young project Dale and Terry out there playing a lot of minutes at the back end of this game? I'm not going to lie to you guys. Uh, my attention towards the game really started to wane there in the fourth quarter and overtimes so I was focused on what I was going to write about doing my writing and less on what I was seeing but I think it's a lot of the same things that we've talked about through preseason through summer league um, and I like that they're giving him a chance to kind of play through some mistakes that's something I don't think this Bulls group especially the young players have been able to do um, but you know there's times where you feel like he's starting to put stuff together there's times where you feel like it's still a work in progress I saw uh, Peter Patton, the Bulls shooting coach and director of player development, uh, watching Dalen like a hawk during their uh, pregame workouts. I, I mean, they're they're putting in work, but obviously, uh, you know, what was it three of nine shooting, one of four on threes? Not exactly what you want to see. So he he's got some work to do, but um, 
I think the attention to the things that he needs to work on is there. And then we also saw like a lot of the other stuff that he does well, which is a couple of assists, a couple of steals, a block, getting out in transition. Like that, that stuff's all there. I think it's just like the ball handling and the shooting that are really going to unlock it. So as soon as that stuff starts to click, I think you're going to start to see uh, a different kind of Dalen Terry because there's so many just good skills in there. It just needs to be unlocked. Yeah, well, it's always fun to dump on somebody, um, you know, when they aren't playing well because all it does is take me back to guys like Lowry Marketing and Kobe White when they weren't playing well and people were, oh, they're the worst, get them out of here, they suck. And then they're like, oh, I love them. Now they're playing. I mean, that kind of happens. If you're talking about a comparison to Dalen, I think that's unfair because Lowry and Kobe at least showed glimpses. Yeah, because they were scoring. Yes, they showed glimpses of scoring, but did people not tell you they were trash? And people did some not people, want to get yeah, rid of some them? Pe- some people did. I'm not telling yeah. any lies. I'm just <laughs> this but, is the truth. They wanted to get rid of them. They were trash. But I, I get I it. Dalen hasn't been playing well. You know what I'm saying? He is not. And he hasn't because he's gotten many opportunity to play well because he has the ball in his hands. And he hasn't shot the ball well. And he hasn't dribbled either well. But just like like Will said, like it's the other things that I watch him do well. I'm like, that's, that's going to keep him on the floor. At least might give him an opportunity to be on the floor because of those tiny things that he does. But the shooting and the dribbling is damn sure glaring on Daylon Terry, for sure. Yeah, it's like you don't want to just focus on things that he can't do. Like, there's a lot of stuff in there that he's good at that just needs to be, like, it needs to come out somehow. And I think the, the ball handling and the shooting is really going to allow him to get to a, another level. It's not like you're trying to teach him to be athletic or you're trying to teach him to have good instincts. Like he's got all that stuff. Um, but there's some, you know, skills that are kind of holding him back right now. So um, I, I'd like to try to be more solutions oriented when you look at young players developing. Um, obviously I don't think anybody's like thrilled about the way he, he played tonight. I'm sure Dalen least of all, but uh, there's definitely like skills there that I think they just need to find a way to, to get out of them. Uh, you know, as, as much as we enjoy talking about some of the young up-and-comers, the prospects who get more run in preseason, uh, and, and that's why we tune into these games, of course, the, like the most important thing is still how the real Bulls, who are getting real minutes starting for Billy in Billy's main rotation, come the real games October 25th, look. And we got a chance to see them against real champion Nuggets tonight, Will. I mean, Michael Porter Jr. was out, but real other than champion. that, you saw real First half minutes from Aaron Gordon, Joker, Murray, uh, you know, KCP, and Holiday. They're starting five. And the Bulls played them even. 56-56 at halftime. I, I thought we saw good things from Zach. DeMar got to the free throw line when the Bulls had a couple of moments where they needed DeMar to bail them out. Um, and we saw, you know, Dave and I agreed, another pretty strong game from Kobe White in that starting point guard spot. Uh, were, were you more encouraged... Uh, less encouraged or feel about the same seeing that Billy starting five unit tonight compared to Sunday against the Bucks. I would say I was a little less encouraged, but not by a lot. Um, obviously, like they played the the Nuggets well. Um, I'm trying to pull up the first half numbers here while I'm talking. Um, they shot uh, six free throw attempts, four of fourteen from three. So you want to see that number get up? I mean, it's basically on pace for twenty eight, which is what they shot last year, which was last in the league. Um, but I think, like, the offensive rebounding was great. Drummond got in there and had seven, but they had 11 total. So it's not like he was the only thing going on in that regard. Like, I think there's 
there's there was a little I thought um, left to be desired when it comes to moving off ball. Like I thought they did a good job of getting into the initial action or like getting the primary target the ball where he was supposed to get it. But then things started to stagnate. And what I would want to see is like for example, you get like a nice dribble handoff into a pick and roll that leads into a booch post up. Great, that that's like fantastic. You get some movement. You get a couple of guys into an action. But then once Vooch had the ball, and I tweeted out a couple of videos of this, it was like just four guys standing on the perimeter waiting for him to make a play. And Vooch is capable of, of scoring in the post. I think he does that well. But if you want to maximize what he can do and, and you know, try to bring the, the level of the offensive floor up, what you need to do is like cut and get the defense to tilt and have them moving uh, and making mistakes because that's what's going to allow Vooch to unlock his passing ability uh, to find easy baskets for guys who are cutting or floating into space on the perimeter to where they can get some threes up. So, um, like I said, I, I thought they did an okay job of getting into their initial actions, but once they got there, it felt like things kind of stagnated a little bit. And uh, again, I think it's a work in progress. I'm more concerned here about what it looks like and not like how it's going. So, so to say, um, like I want to see the actions, the motion, the intention behind it look good, the process look good, and less concerned about whether the ball is actually going in. Um, obviously, they scored well. They got some steals. They got, you know, aside from that Zach missed layup, um, they looked pretty good getting in transition. So I think there's some stuff to be happy with, but ultimately, like, the three-pointers did not really change. There was still not enough movement off the ball. Um, they, I thought they offensive rebounded well. But there's still like a couple areas that they've been talking about that I think they're not quite there yet. And it's going to be a work in progress. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, but that's that's what we're going for here. I mean, that's what they're using preseason for. That's the team they want to be when the regular season tips off on October 25th. Will, talk to me how you felt about how Vooch uh, played tonight. Because, I mean, if you, looking at the numbers, you know, 10 points, four rebounds, you know, two assists, two steals, I believe, what, four of eight shooting. Uh, from the field but it just he just didn't look comfortable to me like he still didn't look like he was has found his place in this um, new offense that they're running they still are missing him when he has uh, certain uh, matchup advantages Uh, there was another play it happened in the first preseason game it happened again tonight where he had a smaller guy on him and DeMar didn't get him the basketball but Kobe White, once the ball swung to Kobe White, and Kobe White was able to find him with a great pass with the left hand inside for, for the lay-in. Uh, talk to me how you feel about how, how Vooch looked, and is is it something of concern, or am I just seeing something different? No, I, I don't think you're you're totally off there. Like I think there were some prescribed actions to get Vooch the ball that looked good. There was like, I remember to start the third quarter, there was a little pick and roll, empty pick and roll that he likes to run with Zach on that left side. And he got a baseline jumper out of it. You want him to get all the way behind the line instead of having his heels on the line. But uh, nonetheless, they like got him into an action where he's he's done that for years. Like he feels comfortable there. So I, I felt like there were some times where they tried to get him involved. But there are other times where like Damar and Zach like to operate in the same space on the floor. Um they put Vooch a lot at like the top of the key, uh, just like above the free throw line area to try to play through him in the middle to try to, you know, get him passing to cutters and things like that. And I think there were some times where it looked good, but again, like it's, it's not going to happen overnight. I think it's going to like the more cutting they do. Vooch was saying this in practice yesterday. He's like, the more movement we have, 
like I have to make these reads too. It's not just like they're confusing the defense. And it's not like Vooch is being confused, but like he has to be prepared to make a quick read on whether Pat's cutting or whether Kobe's popping. Like he has to be really sharp with that. Um, and the other players need to trust him there. So I think it's it's something that's going to continue to to need work. I agree though that, you know, there were some times where it just didn't feel super clean. And that's kind of what I was talking about before, where it was like they got into the actions well. They did the first set or the first, um, you know, they initiated the offense well, but then once they got the ball to the guy who was going to go to work, it just felt like it kind of stagnated. And I think Vooch was like the, I hate to say like the fit isn't right, but like it just right now, it seems like it's, there's like a little friction. I mean, Agreed. speaking of Vooch saying he needs to make those quick decisions, I I think maybe my favorite play tonight is the quick, like got the pass and then in the same split second looked over on the weak side and flung a dart to, I can't remember if it was Tory or Zach, one of those two who had a beautiful wide open catch and shoot three opportunity, but it was Vooch reading the floor, reading where he was right. and whipped a two-handed overhead pass to an open shooter on, on the, uh, off-ball side of the floor, which mm-hmm. is great to see from Vooch. Hopefully mm-hmm. we see more of it. Uh, Will, you said that you were uh, in, in the locker room a bit ago before joining us. Did, like, Was there a vibe of optimism? Was there a vibe of the Bulls after a week of training camp in Nashville and you know preseason game number one against the Bucks, ironing out some kinks maybe? Yes, they got the win in double overtime and sort of hilarious, unnecessary, why are we doing this fashion, <laughs> but... Was there a vibe of, hey, we just played the defending champions even for a half uh, when you got a chance to, to get in the locker room tonight? I think there were guys that were, like, excited about their performance. Like, uh, you know, Julian Phillips and, and uh, Quentin Jackson were, like, kind of hyped on the dunks they had. Um, but, like, the the primary guys, the Zach Damar and Vooch, I feel like those guys are just, like, trying to work through – just the preseason you know like they're not necessarily concerned about wins and losses here um obviously it was like a good win in the sense that like they they kind of fought back and uh they gave up a big lead but then clawed their way back in and double overtime like that's that's all well and good but i think ultimately they know like it's more about trying to make sure they're laying the foundation for what good offense is like um and then testing some stuff out so you know we saw zach with the second unit a little bit more today which i thought was good he seemed uh to be like, you know, he seemed like he liked that, likes the idea of being more of a primary guy with a second unit where they can get up and down um, around some really good defenders. He mentioned like the havoc that Caruso and Io and Javon cause. Um, so I think it's more just like about tinkering with the lineup, seeing how things feel, making sure that the pairings are good. Like that's a big one that Bill has talked about. So um, I think more than like wins and losses here, it's about what's the process? How do we start to build on, how do we find like, what are some good things that we can do well here? And then how can we build on those things uh, moving forward? Will, thank you for joining us. We'll let you go. Everybody out there in Bulls Nation, make sure you're reading everything our guy, Will the Go Golly Brights, allchgo.com. Follow him on Twitter for all of his Bulls reporting and updates. Will underscore Gottlieb. And be on the lookout tomorrow. He and our guy, Mark K, got a fresh Bulls HQ Friday episode for y'all. Will, good to see you, buddy. Get home safe tonight. We'll see you soon, all right? Peace. That's where we go, Gottlieb. Yes, sir. We'll let go, Gottlieb. Yeah, he's right. Sunday. Yeah, we get to watch the game with him. That's right. That's what's up. Sunday, play the Nuggets again. Part two back. out in Denver. 8 oh. p.m. tip off. Oh, you can best, on Sunday. best believe. Bulls got a noon kickoff against the Vikings. Bro, I'm just Sunday's saying. going to be a long day. Just saying, you best believe you're going to see some Bulls jerseys you ain't never seen before. Get some long minutes.
I promise you this, sir. You think these big starters big play is that Billy's not playing anybody on Sunday? You hear me, dog? Quentin Jackson, you gonna be out there deep, but team, uh, man, you ain't see him tonight. Mar- Mark just said triple overtime coming. Hey, no. <laughs> which is it, you were trying to put a positive spin on it because that's who you are and that's what you do. When I was sitting there rolling my eyes after did I did I or did I not call that overtime was happening? Of course you did. When man. it was point six seconds, was and I said, bad. yes, lob play on the inbounds. They're gonna tie. We're gonna go to overtime. Mm-hmm. I did call that. But then you were like, well, at least it's not OT in the 8 p.m. tip-off in Denver on Sunday. That would have been much So I guess worse. there's that. There's that. Please, uh, no more overtime. Please. No more 100 miles Stop an it. hour. Call it a tie. No more. Call it a tie. You made Joey mad. Uh, you know what will never let you down? Tell me. The fine products and great deals at FOCO.com. These are facts. Uh, it's football season. Mm-hmm. It's about to be, and kind of already is, basketball season. Facts. So whether you're a Bears fan, a Bulls fan, whatever you want, get what you need. Get fitted out this season yeah. at foco.com. They've got hoodies. They've got shoes. Hello. <laughs> they've got bobbleheads. They've got hats. They've got polos. They've got bags. Everything you need for the game, for the oh, tailgate. Got it. Speaking of, CSGO Bears tailgate this Sunday morning before Woo! Bears Vikings. Let's go. Southside, come hang out with us. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good time. All the Goose Island you can drink. Oh, What more ridiculous. do you need to know? Come on with it. Also food. Also, also good vibes. Yes. Greg Braggs is there. Oh, what Joey, more do you, you want? You got to go to one, Joey. Uh, shout out to Fogo also for offering to help us decorate our sets here at our CHGO studios with some of their cool stuff. If you go to Fogo.com and use promo code CHGO at checkout or follow that link in the description to go to Fogo.com, 10% off when you check out with that promo code CHGO. Again, that's yes. Fogo.com, F O C O.com, or click the link in the description. For all non-presale items, when you check out, use promo code CHGO mm-hmm. to get 10% off. Sexy. Uh, that's it. We'll let y'all get to bed because it is a Thursday night. But, yes, man, the is. weekend is on the way. On the way. We got Bulls HQ for y'all tomorrow with Will and Mark K. Mm-hmm. Then we will be back for late postgame Sunday night. Not too late. Everybody have a great start to your weekends. Dave and I will talk to y'all Sunday. Will and Marquette will talk to y'all tomorrow. Bulls get a win! Bulls get a win! And it took 10 extra unnecessary minutes. Why, dear God, why? They won. They did win. <laughs> Happy fourth birthday to my Rory girl. Uncle Matt loves you. We'll talk to you soon, Bulls Nation. See you right, be good. Peace. Y'all silly like the mayor. 